Hello, everybody, he said, hopefully. We're back. So uh, thank you for, for sticking around, folks who are watching this live. There was a, a mild betrayal by someone's pet that caused some complete cascading failure of everything. But we're back, and everything's great. And Jace is definitely going to die this stream. I know it. I believe it. It's in my contract. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I like how it's in your contract that he has to die, not that you have to kill him. <laughs> well, welcome, welcome back, everybody. I know, I know, uh, we've been we've been away for a time. Uh, I was I was out of the country, and everybody was doing things, and and it's it's been a while. So it's good to see you. I'm glad to get back to playing the game. Um, I have to ask. So, so TK, I want to I want to start with you. Your Twitter has been a hell of a thing the last couple of days. Can you explain to me what is going on over there? How, how can I help you? What, Please explain what, to me what it is that I'm seeing. I missed the opening tweet of this like day-long cavalcade of gifts. What is oh, happening? Oh, oh, it's not a day long. It's we're going on almost four days. Okay, um, good, good. <laughs> so I I recently ended a season of a show that I was playing in on Friday, and cool. I have never experienced anything even remotely similar to RPG bleed before. Mm. So usually when I end shows, I'm just like, well, that's fucking over. Yeah. Um, but like Friday, I was like, oh, I might not ever get to do this again. Mm -hmm. And that's feels bad. Feels uh -huh. bad, man. Yeah. Um, so I decided to be a super creeper and watch the rest of the shows on the network of Ooh. those friends that I was playing mm -hmm. a game with. And at first I was flooding their Discord with my with my um my my live tweets, uh, but then I was like, mm, maybe I should put this on Twitter and stop. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was just so that's what it is right now. Mm -hmm. I am watching uh, May Black Roses Bloom, which is like a real grim dark Dragonlance. Game. Yeah, I saw something about Raceland, yeah. and I was like, what? Yeah, is happening? yeah, it's it's like. It's it's kind of like Berserk, but set in Dragonlance, which everybody knows I love because Berserk is my absolute favorite anime, and I am watching it while watching that show. Nice. So, like, yeah, there, it's basically my reactions to that. Unfortunately, um, I got too excited. It, it's it's multiple seasons in, mm -hmm. so I watched the finale for like the net. The latest finale they just did, which I believe is the second season finale. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm just sitting there going like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> and so now like things, it's kind of like, now it's at the point where I go back and I'm watching them in the correct order. And it's kind of like being that person who knows about the Red Wedding. And so when oh, people are like, yeah. oh my God, it's Rob Stark and he's handsome and he's, he's the hero we always wanted. And it's like, you <laughs> You could not have known. <laughs> Even though, like, the only thing you know about it is the Red Wedding. Like, you know nothing else. But you still have, like, that, that like, smugness. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Arguably, I know the least about this series. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. That makes sense. That gives me some context. Because it's been very entertaining. Yeah. But I've had no... Angry. I'm like, Dragonlance? Yeah. And you're watching something? And this is great, but... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, maybe you should take me off notifications. <laughs> I was happy to be there. I don't know what you're talking about. Thank you. I usually do that for, for actual plays that I'm watching just because, I don't know, I, yeah, I what's, love attention. What's the, name of the, what's the name of the series again? Uh, May Black Roses Bloom. May Black Roses Bloom, there you go. Yeah, and oh, it's on uh, Tales, Tales from the Grim. Uh, mm -hmm. And they, they curate them on uh, YouTube, so. Oh, cool. 
yeah, so. I would not have thought to combine Dragonlance, which is like, for the oh, most part, awesome. pretty, pretty like traditionally high fantasy with. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's Soth, Lord Soth. So, sure. which is not a spoiler. It's in the first episode, yeah. but um, yeah, <laughs> right. it's like very much like, it's like when Black Roses bloom. So it's like Lord Soth and everything. Didn't, didn't he get, didn't he get his ass sucked into Ravenloft for a while? Wasn't that like his <laughs> thing? Yeah. Yeah. He was the uh, Dark Lord of Sithicus. Which might come up on tail. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> not, gonna, so this- I'm not gonna plug two different shows. <laughs> show. <laughs> I mean, this is this is the part where you can do that. We're talking about shit that we're into. Just taking notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I never understood the timeline of that. So is that so? Is this show before he goes on his exciting journey to Ravenloft, or or was that? Does he come back to Dragonlance? I just um, remember him being like a cool guy with a tin can for a head. Yeah. So this show, I don't know if it's post escaping Sithicus. Oh, so he does. Um, he does get away and he comes home to Dragonlance. Yeah, but I okay. don't know if it's post yet because like Lorana is still around and stuff like that. Oh. Like it's it's I don't know a lot about Dragonlance beyond the like original three or four books. Mm-hmm. Um mostly because uh uh what's her name? Caravan and Raceland's sister did nothing wrong. So <laughs> Yeah, I, I, once I discovered Lawful evil is the way to go. Once I discovered the Forgotten Realms as a child, I kind of like stopped reading Dragonlance because I wasn't allowed to buy that many books. They were like, you can oh, have one. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess I'll read these ones instead of those ones. But yeah, there was, yeah. I read the, the Raceland and that. well, there's that always the movie. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Your time is done. We're moving on. No, I got a contract. <laughs> <laughs> how was uh, how was Pax, Carlos? <laughs> Pax was fun. I I I like conventions for a short period of time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. And Pax is like eighteen days long now. I think. I think that's yeah. How, well, yeah, it goes right up to Gen Con. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carlos is still there, actually. Yeah, good. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for. <laughs> yeah. Pax extended. I don't know if you guys have been to Pax extended before. <laughs> yeah, it's like sleepaway camp. Uh, <laughs> Or it smells worse. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, I was at PAX. I like, I, I like going to conventions. It, it can be a little draining um, when you're just like, yeah, I'm, I'm an introvert. You know, I'm indoors a lot. And I have like uh, these big bursts of energy when I'm around people. But it fades and drains very quickly. Mm. So uh, I can do like one solid day and then it starts to like cut in half every day after that yeah um, but uh yeah it's a lot of fun saw a lot of cool people yeah you you guys got to do a like a live episode of uh, rivals right rivals yeah we got yeah, to do a live cool. episode uh which was really cool because the first episode of rivals that we ever played was live and then you know we had our season three finale uh which was also live so hopefully yeah. season will and uh, and this was this was live like you had an audience like there was a live in studio audience there now does your does your audience do the same thing that like the act inc ones do or they just like yell shit at you while you're playing no okay oh, God, no. right because that's the one <laughs> thing we i've talked to various like casts that i've been a part of about like doing live shows and having audiences and i'm always like i just don't want people youtube commenting at us while we're playing like in a live environment people just shouting like Use magic missile because I I couldn't handle that. I don't think they could. Oh, that's what they do. Oh yeah, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of like shouting catchphrases and yeah. 
oh no no thank you no I, <laughs> I, I go for many years and uh that would be horrible you would get kicked out of a show for doing that uh i mean if it's maybe like a really intimate thing and like you're using audience participation yeah. then but do they use audience participation? I don't think so. I think it's also no. just like a lot of people too. It's it's more yeah. like a yeah. uh, like a Rocky Horror type situation. There's a lot of shit. Rollout specifically ask for uh, audience participation, but like Aki Inc. and C Team, I don't believe explicitly ask for it. It just happens. yeah, yeah. That's a little too much. No, they just enjoy the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I like I like doing like live i mean we're doing like a live show now we have an audience and they're they are able to participate and to say stuff but i like when they're like whispering like like worm tongue like adam do the thing and i'm like okay <laughs> like you're not shouting at the whole group i can hear you i see what you're saying it's yeah. a good idea but yeah 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 so it was good the the show was now so do you feel uh any need to make these like live shows like something important happened or is it just another episode for you do you just do like no, i i didn't dm this season so the thing about rivals is we switch yeah. our um, every every season. So I didn't do, I didn't do it this time. But I mean, when I love an audience, like I knew that about you. Yeah, everyone knows that about me. <laughs> <laughs> I I love an audience, uh, not even just from like you know uh, a narcissist point of view, but like uh, <laughs> not exclusively from a narcissistic point of view. But the energy, like you could feed off the energy, yeah. you could really tell like what they're into and what you're into and there's just like so many funny moments in in like uh this episode like genuine and i love everyone i love our cast and just uh a lot of times i think i i try to derail the plane because i just want to talk about like us you know what i mean i want to talk about stuff that we're into yeah like Cicero and like cicero and i like just talk about movies and like uh but we're playing this game and Sharif says, uh, says to Tanya or Cicero, you find an apple, you find this apple. And, you know, I just cut in cause I love specifics. So I'm just like, well, what type of apple is it? And, uh, he's like, it's a red apple. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, what Oh type? my God, Carlos, you're the worst player to have that. Like, yeah, but what kind of, what kind of stone is the building made out of? I don't fucking <laughs> know. Is- Gray stone, you piece of what shit. Was it? What was that? <laughs> it's very important. Yeah. I said, apple he's like mm-hmm. red and i said well what type of apple and he says granny smith <laughs> okay. Smith not red apples <laughs> but god bless sharif because i was like wait you know granny smith isn't he's just like no they are don't apples come in red and green <laughs> so he god bless his soul he thought all apples come in right. red form and green form sure, of course. Uh, granny smith red apples i just love them <laughs> That just tickled me. That's my favorite part of the entire show. Like yeah. it wasn't the actual game hanging out with the people. I didn't, you know, I didn't get to watch, I didn't get to watch the show. I think I was still in Japan at the time. Um, but uh, I definitely saw tweets about apples and I was like, what is going on here? And now I understand. Pat talked about it for a long time. <laughs> this tickles us. I don't know. Yeah. Me. That was funny. <laughs> Well, I'll keep I'll keep that in mind. Not to mention unspecific fruits or vegetables during as you approach the gelato topping station. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, excellent. Well, I'm glad you had a good had a good uh, packs. Um, 
I'm I'm actually really impressed. I want to, Katie, I want to commend you. When you posted your tweet this morning before the show, and you said, can I put a chair together before we start the episode? I voted no. I chose no. <laughs> I did not have faith in you. And I got to say, I'm glad to be wrong. How did it go? This is a chair. You that did I made with my Oh, hands. wow. <laughs> Adam said it could not be done. That's right. I yeah. said it couldn't be done. And here we are. Yeah. This is, um, as, a, as per suggested on Twitter, this is Chase Bellerin. Yes. <laughs> um, and then that'll be what it's named. And so I guess when we kill Chase Bellerin, I'll just like throw this in a fire or something. <laughs> so, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, besides proving me wrong and engineering furniture, uh, what you been up to? How's things? Uh, well, I did. I, I we did C two E two, which mm-hmm. was a ton of fun. There were uh, there were puppets and mascots. Nice. Yeah. How did that go? Because I remember I remember it being a thing that you've been you've been looking forward to for a while. The puppets. It's, it was so crazy. It's like it's like the hometown game for us is being able to come to that theater and just like have a really good time. Um just so we projected our like character sheets up on the screen and then they like played D&D with puppets in their hands the whole time which was very very terrible <laughs> as you'd imagine <laughs> um it was but it was it was a lot of fun we had like giant inflatable b20s that we flew out that we threw out into the audience and that was how we did all our dice rolls it was it was just genuinely so much fun and then i had mckinsey come out in a mascot costume um as like the main villain so (laughs) it was like it was it was a lot of wild wild time um so but yeah that was that was a ton of fun anyway so uh did you all get your puppets in the mail that's uh what we're doing (laughs) i was gonna say you know if 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 the if the wizards uh wants to send me a giant mascot costume of jace bellerin so that we can all beat on it like a pinata i'm in (laughs) I'm super um, down. Yeah, make that happen. Yeah, yeah. We'll do a do a live show. What I would. What paxes are coming up? Unplugged. All right, done. Good. <laughs> All right, I'm scheduling it right now. PAX the audience, unplugged. the audience can throw their their uh, pax garbage at a giant stuffed Jace Bellerin for two hours. It'll be great. I'm looking forward. To and it. we'll also be there, but for like no reason. Yeah, for so. no other reason. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good. Good. Okay. Well, you you accomplished one thing today. You don't have to do anything else today. You made a chair. This is so it. Yeah, so I'm great. just going to sit back and sort of let everyone Perfect. else handle the decision. Good. Uh, I'm into it. You're going to let us talk to your sister? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Masood, we haven't seen you in a long time. You, you were, yeah. you were, uh, we're going to start with you. I want to find out what Torgor was, was up to uh, during, because it's been a week since Torgor mm-hmm. saw, saw his friends. But I want to know what you've been up to. How you been, my friend? I've been good. Um, I was a little under the weather uh, a little bit ago, so I was bummed to miss the last episode. Um, but I'm healthy now, which is great. The My sister got married this past weekend, so oh, I was nice. running around doing a lot of stuff for that. I found out um, the, like, uh, it's like a pre-party um, party that's on Friday night before the actual reception that was on Saturday. I found out at the end of that party that I needed to MC the reception oh, my parents were like oh by yeah. the way you're hosting this good fantastic and i found out about about the speech like a week ago i was mm-hmm. like okay cool great 
And they're like, oh, no, but you're an improviser. So this is like what you do. And I was like, oh, so now you support my dream. Awesome. <laughs> good, good, good to know. So was your, was your speech about like, do you get up in front of the mic and you're like, all right, so I need three reasons that I love my sister. Uh, I heard I heard toaster oven. Uh, okay, anybody else? I should have done a real hot improv set. That would be good. Instead, I did a bit because uh, uh, we were wearing Shervani's, which is like this. Um, have you all ever seen, y- you all have seen Matrix Reloaded, right? Um, the the suit that Neo is wearing is a uh, like a standard uh, Indian outfit called a Shervani. Uh, and so ours weren't black; they were cream colored. But I kept saying my now brother-in-law looked like the Bollywood ripoff version of the Matrix Reloaded that they shot, and that got some good laughs. Uh, <laughs> okay, and I made fun of one of my bald cousins, who's honestly looked like Morpheus since he was 22 because he went bald at 22, mm-hmm. uh, and and that was also a bunch of good jokes. Uh, <laughs> and then I then I did a bit where I, in Urdu, being like uh, an uncle, being like, "Is he still talking about Matrix?" Like it's not even Matrix One, the better one about plot. It was like two, which is only CGI, which is you know like little kid shit. It's fine. I feel like uh, when you describe when you describe the Bollywood ripoff of the Matrix Reloaded, I'm like that sounds better, and I want to see that. You know, that the fighting would have been more intense and a little more unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> I love how this story Masood talks about his sister getting married, but only talks about his set. Only uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me, let me, anyways, I made this joke. Yeah, listen, we don't know. I really think it's got likes, guys. I really think I think I'm gonna try and yeah. put it in this environment. We don't know here. We don't know her. We're we're here to support Masood. Okay, we don't know this lady. Congratulations for getting married, but like, I want to hear about the jokes. The main set was so um, my both my parents are doctors and my sister's a doctor. So I was like, thank you for like succeeding so well, so I could fail miserably. So like that was quarter like the, the like thesis point of the the speech uh and it, it was beautiful i edited it with a, a very cheesy line but like you know moments of conflict always turn towards one another and moments of victory always towards towards one another, you know like this whole thing yeah and then i was like oh that's very sweet and then i was like okay i'm out and they're like i went i had to immediately go back to emceeing things and they were both looking at the table like we wanted to give you a hug that was so sweet i was like <laughs> Man, I have this job that I'm doing right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't hug me. You made me do this job. I have to run this wedding. <laughs> I didn't. Eat, they ate at their wedding. I didn't eat at their wedding. I'm. I was. A, that was the most upsetting. Thing. Yeah, you're not. You're not the guest. You're talent, and you don't yeah, get access exactly. to craft services until the whole production is done. That's the worst part. <laughs> Shameful. Shameful. Well, I'm sure you did a fantastic job. <laughs> well, thank you. I'll take it up with the uh, the booking agent, my dad. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm I'm very glad to have you have you back with us. I'm pumped to be back. So before we before we get into the the actual playing of the thing, uh, where I interrogate Torgor about what he's been up to for a week, um, I want to talk about experience because I I owe all y'all an experience system for this game. And we had talked at the very beginning about how like milestones were an option, and there was some other stuff that we could do, and it didn't really like fit. And then. I got into a conversation on Twitter about D&D and experience and what D&D rewards players for. And it was tied into a conversation that, uh, that Katie and I had uh, over, over Twitter about character interaction in the game and kind of what we wanted to get out of it. And I wanted to talk to you all about a proposal for, uh, for doing experience uh, in this campaign. Okay. So rather than use the stock XP or like the milestones XP, I wanted to take a page from like Blades in the Dark or Dungeon World, where at the end of the session, as both a kind of like quick review of the stuff that happened during the session and as a way to give you uh, XP, we just answer questions. 
So at the end of the session, and these are the four that I came up with, and we can talk a little bit about if we want to shift or change these. This is my proposed thing to say, this is what this campaign is about. Because I want to reward you guys for playing to theme and like exploring the stuff that we want to explore in the game. So I figured these are the four, the four questions uh, that we can ask at the end of the session. So um, for each character, we'll answer these kind of individually. Some of them, everyone will, will apply them. Some of them, just an individual might. So uh, did you learn something about Jace Bellerin, his conspirators or servants, right? Big part of the game. Finding out things about Jace that you can use against him. So you'd get XP if you did that. Uh, did you express a unique aspect of your class, race, or background? So do we get to see something cool about being a minotaur or being a fighter or being a goblin or uh, being a circus performer or your connection to your, to your guild that way? Um, so did you express a unique aspect of your class, race, or background? Um, did you express your connection to your guild in a meaningful way? And I was thinking about this one as separate because it's Ravnica. And in Ravnica, nothing is more important than the guild that you belong to. So did you show that like you're struggling to be a good Is It League uh, member? Or do we get to see how you interacted with uh, another member of the Golgari? Um, did somebody like look down on you because you were being proud of being part of the Rakdos, right? Like I want, I want to reward you guys for that. Uh, and then last, uh, did your alignment complicate your character's life in an interesting way? So did you do something during the session where you're like, well, I'm chaotic neutral and I did a chaotic neutral thing and maybe the smart thing would have been not to do that, but I did it. <laughs> and I want to be able to reward you for that because alignment is one of those things that like, it's kind of mushy in games. Um, and I want to be able to give you points basically for, for doing that thing. And I, I figured we can talk about pacing too, but the idea is that you get one, one point for each yes on this thing. And then once you have a certain number of, uh, of points, uh, then you just go up a level. Um, and I was thinking probably like four plus your current level as the, as the number. So like right now, uh, it would take two, like two sessions if you answered like all for this session and then all for next, then you would spend that much XP and then start earning again. And then you would need seven to get to the next level. Right. Um, what do we think? I don't want to just be like, this is the system we're using. Cause that's not my job. I'm the DM, but I don't get to just decide these things. How does that, how's that feel? Those questions sound good. Do we want to adjust them slightly? What do you think? I like the questions that you chose. It seems um, a lot of it is very much so like rewarding the player for playing the game that we're playing. Um, Cause it is espionage. It is a little scampy. It's this new world. And like leaning into that choice, I think also feels like the characters are also leaning into that world themselves. So yeah, I dig it. Yeah. I dig it too. Yeah. Thoughts? TK? Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. A, I'm a... I feel like it's a good um, middle ground between battle XP and milestone XP. Yeah. Because Milestone XP makes sense when everybody has a general idea of where the story is going and what like major plot points should yeah. happen to make you level up. Um, but this is good for a story that's essentially more of a mystery, uh, an espionage type story. So. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like with with milestones, like I could tell you like you're gonna you're gonna get a level when this happens, but I would rather let you determine how you go about this. And that that first mm -hmm. point that, did you learn something about Jace Beller and his conspirators or servants? Like that's, you can do it however you want. And in this mm -hmm. case, like learning something advantageous about um, uh, Zlatek Ironclad will get you that, 
that point. And right now, it's low-level stuff. But as we get further in the campaign and you start getting closer to Jace himself, you'll still get XP for that particular thing. And then it lets you pick the, the stuff that you want to focus on today for the other experience. And all you have to do is just like have a moment where you express those, those other things. And yeah. everybody's not going to get all four every single time. Sure. But I figured it'll give everybody a little room to to kind of track that stuff. So. Well, and it gives us a little bit of direction too. Exactly. Because, um, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. The questions, the questions are me saying, this is what I'm interested in making a part of the mm -hmm. game. Um, and then you can kind of fill in, like I'm asking the questions and then you're giving me the answers. Right? Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to us just murdering everyone that. Yeah. But I mean, for TAC, for TAC, being murdered. but for TAC, you might get experience for doing the murder thing because alignment, right? Uh, connection to your guild, expressing a unique aspect of your class, race, or background. Like, all of those things are... Murder? Are, yeah, murder yeah, could be a way to express Yeah, but also maybe those. grow. So, yeah, like, maybe let's... Exactly. Maybe the character should grow outside of the murder shell. Exactly. So you have that opportunity to be like, well... I, I won't, but... Yeah, I but should. you could. Exactly. And you get rewarded for either growing in that way or not. Uh, oh, as well, the then, case hell, I'm not going to grow in either way. Wait, is murder still on the table? Yeah, it sounds like murder is absolutely <laughs> yeah. on top well, of now, the Well, now it's not... Yeah, now now it's not so much about what you murder as why you are murdering them. Mm -hmm. right? uh, We're really yeah. getting into the, the the meaningful. So there are yeah. a bunch of baby kobolds. And... <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> no, I would not kill the baby kobolds. <laughs> I know I did. Uh, I did it just for a callback. I know, that was, that was, that's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, let's let's take it. We'll take it for a spin. We'll see how the pacing is and and see how that feels uh, as we go. And we can always change those questions if our interests in the campaign change and if the focus changes. Cool. Um, okay, cool. So Torgor, yeah. uh, you have been you have been absent from your co-conspirators for uh, just over a week. Mm -hmm. um, we uh, we took a week of downtime because they were all too poor to buy disguises. I'll let them explain that to you later. But yeah. I want to give I want to give you a chance. I want to give Torgor a chance to to have a, a sort of a solo scene. Um, you can take uh, a week of uh, you can take a week of um, of downtime uh, yeah. and and choose one of the downtime activities. So I'll, I'll get that going. But what what was it that took Torgor away from uh, from his? I was gonna say friends, but I don't want to make that call for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It's mainly losing the fur kettle in the like fighting pits, like it was his old uh, like his old rival beat him again, mm -hmm. and like he's just like been taking and then lost the group of uh, Boros goblins, and it's like should be doing better. Really like doubting himself, and he's like I need to take some time. So he spent the week, uh, ideally in my mind, working with his animals, mm -hmm. sort of just like doing that time with his other like. Spending some time getting some like uh, monster therapy going uh, with some of these like massive uh, like three horned rhinoceroses mm -hmm. and uh, just like great like a giant worm uh, is one of his favorite pets that he works with for the Racto circuit. Uh, you know they stole it from the I was gonna say the not the Golgari yeah they took it from the Golgari like a giant like a Nice. Worm that they had in their possession. Big garbage eating worm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. big garbage eating worm. I love, I love that Torgor has this secret life as the guy from Return of the Jedi who gets really sad when the Rancor gets killed. <laughs> I love that. That's like that's that's Is Torgor. It, like, yeah, that's actually uh, was really one of the biggest inspirations growing <laughs> up. Is he saw that playing on a mage's hands and was like, I want to do that. 
Right. Sure. Okay. So Star Wars is a thing in this universe now. What was that guy's that guy's name? The Rancor Keeper. Like guaranteed he has his own like important side story in, in I like the to think Star that Wars it's universe. Rancor Wrangler, but that is only for my like alliterative fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't okay. know if I, I took one of your downtime uh options for you, but that's what I just like in my head envisioned was he's like, you know, I gotta I gotta get better. At my like personal life before yeah. I do this double life. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. let's let's take a look and see which one that that fits into. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, because you can make some money or, or, right, or right. while you're doing your downtime activities. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it could just be it could just be work. Um, yeah. I already know who your I know who your rival is now. Uh, you mm-hmm. have this like other this other guy. Um, so he may he may come along and, and complicate this, but cool. all right. Let me. It's take like a look. he also Torgor used to do the fight, pit fight yeah. and he stopped, mm-hmm. and then when he went back, he lost to Fricato, who he always happened to lose before. Yeah. So like he's not he hasn't gotten better since he's retired. No, yeah, it wasn't. It was not a comeback. It was right. just like I'm gonna try again. Oh nope, there's a reason you oh. quit. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Yeah, I think I think in this case probably it's just going back to going back to work, earning some cool. money and like mm-hmm. working with your uh working with your animals. Okay. All right. So what uh what skill do you use for that? I mean, it sounds like animal handling. Animal handling's right. a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let's see. Yeah, animal handling. Okay. All right. Or yeah, let's just roll on it. Yeah, yeah, make an animal handling roll. Okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you're able to sustain a, a modest lifestyle for the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't make any like extra cash. Um, and can you roll? Uh, actually, here I'll, I'll here I got the dice right. Twenty six. Okay, so there's no complication. Nobody, nobody like tries to get in your way or, or cause trouble for you. All right. So when you when you are uh, reunited with the with the gang. Um, mm-hmm. So Tack, Rode, and uh, and Winninger, when we last saw you, you were hanging out with Rode's sister, uh, Triska, and I believe there was some discussion about gelato. Um, now I think rather than jump right back into like moment to moment there, I think you spend some time with your sister. And do you do you use that opportunity to to kind of pull the trigger on getting her uh, her help, or is this just like? priming the pump for later and you're like I'll, I'll see you you make other plans because i know that you came here originally to kind of under the auspices of and this is obviously a pc plan because it's so overcomplicated. um <laughs> you, the original plan was to come here to get her to help tack and winnegar who are pretending to be law students to get Graduated into from phoenix university. that's right phoenix yes. university um to get them uh closer to zlatek ironclad who is a, a fairly like important um member of the uh, of the azorius um mm-hmm. but you didn't quite like I, I there was no you didn't pull the trigger on that yet it was just kind of like no. these are my friends let's hang out yes so did you yeah. want to did you want to try like g- going ahead on the plan or do you want to make plans to meet with her again later and reconvene with your allies and then do that 
I think it was make plans to meet later. Yeah. As sort of the initial, because if we went if, if we went too fast, it wouldn't have worked literally any any bit at all. <laughs> yeah, she I mean you got the impression that she was a little bit suspicious. Actually, you know what? Make a make an insight check. I wanna I wanna we'll do we'll do a little like how do you feel about it after the fact. Okay. We'll see what you can kind of pick up. Oh, oh a six. A six is a good number to roll now. <laughs> That is an excellent number to you have. She hates your guts. Probably you're not sure you're just filling in all of the gaps with your own insecurity. So I'm going to let you tell me, what do you think that she thought about that? Uh, Oh yeah. It's, it probably didn't go well at all. I probably just relived a lot of childhood trauma, just like second to second. Mm, Um, mm -hmm. I think that there was a lot of, uh, I definitely probably leaned too hard on the alibi. Uh, probably put Winnegar and Tech in, in a not great place because they were probably having to cover a lot more than yeah. they maybe needed to. Okay. Um, so now, now I how, think we're very how clear how clear was that? How clear is that to Tech and and Winnegar? Like, can they tell that you're a total mess, or are you doing an okay job holding it together in front of them? Uh, I think that Rhoda thought that she did great. Um, but. Okay, that's part of the answer. <laughs> But probably not as well as she thought that she did, for Mm. sure. Okay, so Tech and and Winnegar, you're both aware, at least, that obviously Rhoda is not as much of a mess as she thinks that she is. But it is clear to both of you that Rhoda is shaken by this interaction with with Triska. Even though Triska is just being, like, polite and, like, a little bit cold, um... Yeah, Rhoda is having a real hard has had a real hard time with this, and I think the three of you, uh, you've you've gone your separate ways from Triska. You're still in in precinct one, right? You're you're still in the vicinity of the Azorius, uh, the Azorius uh, building. Um, we can still kind of see people coming and going, and I think you've you've just said goodbye, and there's like an awkward kind of side hug between Rhoda and Triska before Triska's like, I really got to get back to work. You know, we should we shouldn't don't wait so long to to get in touch with me again. And then, you know, we'll get dinner or something and she, she leaves. And so, yeah, uh, Road, you and Winnegar and, uh, and Tech are all uh, out in the street outside in, in Precinct 1. It's like late afternoon. And, uh, yeah, it's clear to the two of you that, that this maybe didn't go the way that Road expected or had hoped. Uh, hey, Road. Um, so, um... What's your issue, Road? You couldn't hold it together for one afternoon? I I feel that it might be a little uncalled for that you're coming on pretty strong right now. This is your sister. If there's anyone that you're supposed to know, it should know you should know your sister and know how to play that person. Do you have do you do you have siblings? Well, no, but (laughs) still. (laughs) <laughs> um, okay, I, I've heard your opinion. I've heard your complaint. Hey, I wait, hold on. Don't talk to me like this is customer service at, at like some department store. <laughs> you got to keep this together. This plan relies on you, okay? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I. Oh, really? I really wasn't expecting anyone to tell me I was right. So I actually don't know what to do with that right now. Um, <laughs> Oh, um, man. How much Dunkin' Motto has Winnegar had? He's just like, he's just like, buzzing. <laughs> he's just well, like, you know, buzzing. didn't you guys split one? 
Uh, no, Tack ate all the gummy bears off the gelato and then threw it away. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was a total waste of my money. Whatever. I just like I just like it when they're frozen. I guess that's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, don't change the subject, Rhodes. Uh, What's the game plan here? Because we came in thinking that like we were going to be the weakest part on this one, and he was just uh-huh. like kind of crumbled there. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, no, for sure. I think that it was a really solid first contact. <laughs> let it rest for <laughs> really, rest. really solid. How road? Um, well, I hadn't spoken to her for like an incredibly long time. So honestly, I was expecting sort of a broad range of denying to even speak to me at all to <laughs> yelling at me in front of other people so you know we fell somewhere in the middle okay okay i could see that um honestly i think that if i had come in cool she would have been more concerned oh okay so what's the play are we just done no we're gonna try your sister again you know now that she knows you now she knows your name now we can ask for break into her house <laughs> why, I mean, at this why, point, I'm open to any suggestions. Why would we break into a cop's house? One. Why wouldn't we just, after if we were going to do that, not break into the guy's house? You're right. Too? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's the I just had a lot of candy today. Just... <laughs> Three. There's no judgment in brainstorming, guys. <laughs> just be open to all ideas. <laughs> we, right. we both had a lot of candy today. <laughs> so now we can ask for a favor that's it now that she knows your names so okay we just have to decide what that favor is you know is this a favor we're gonna have to repay yeah not it no <laughs> what are you doing what does that mean <laughs> i'm not gonna repay the favor but why are you whoever's touching? the last one to touch their nose has to repay it I'm bad. That's the law. <laughs> I don't think it is. Hey, listen, we're getting sidetracked again. Mm, what? Right. What are we doing? What? What is? What is the? What do you think? You're. I feel like your sister hates us. Yes. Yeah, she definitely hates us. Okay, she, rightfully so. Have we, gone, have we gone through? I I'm hoping that what zone I'm hoping to rest in right now mm-hmm. is a resentful pitying. Mm. <laughs> Right, because if we sort of linger and we sit in that soup, then um, she might pity us so much that she'll do something for us, thinking that it won't cost her anything. I'm on board with that. To be honest, that's that's my sweet spot. Okay. Right. <laughs> if I hey. if I was a but if I was a disappointment to begin with, I don't think we're going to end any differently. So why don't we just stay there? Okay. Okay. So when do we meet with her next? send her a message soon <laughs> or we can just i don't know show up if i love if we could find out if there was an event that the two of them I, would be wait wait send her oh. a message or like send her a message <laughs> right jack yeah, is like, already thinking about a horse's <laughs> like, head to cut like, off whose head do we have to cut off i well, need to know these are important so i think i think that's a good i think that's a good point uh road the um the idea that you want to you want to be like you want there to be some kind of event that they're both going to attend yeah, I'd love to try and find something like that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, there's, there's absolutely, that's, I'm going to say yes to that for sure. Um, because there's nothing better for, for PCs looking to commit a crime than putting a ton of cops all in one place. So, um, hell yes, that's my sweet spot. Yeah. We were, a crime, we were asked to make a friend and I want that to be friends are crime. Um, <laughs> So, oh, look, this poster says the policeman's ball is tonight. Yeah. Oh, I, my God. <laughs> right? No, and I'm, I'm totally okay with that kind of coincidence. It's not, it's not, a, it's not a ball. It is, uh, it's a, um, there's a, a, like a dinner that is being held uh, to honor a member of the, um, of the Azorius Senate um, who has been uh, recently uh, like promoted for uh, for all of his hard work in keeping Ravnica safe? Um, there is a uh, Harry Potter style like animated image that you see on a on a poster where there's this this guy, um, and he looks mm, he looks to you a bit like he might be a Vidalkin, um, but there's something about him like he something that's not quite right. Um, he he seems like a bit f- funny to you, Winninger. Everybody else, you just see a Vidalkin on this poster. Um, and at a glance, uh, this guy looks very serious. He's wearing a, uh, an Azorius uniform. Um, and the picture is of, it's one of those kind of like promotional, like images where there's like flash bulbs or whatever going off. And he's like shaking someone off camera's hand, but not smiling, just looking serious and like, and then he, he looks right at the camera and kind of makes a serious face like, mm. and then it loops back again. Is he kissing a baby? <laughs> no, no. Uh, this is the kind of guy who you would not give your baby to. He would just be like, Ugh, get this thing away <laughs> from me. I wouldn't give my baby to almost anyone. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true, right? Why are people, why are people yeah. giving away their babies? No, don't give your baby to a politician, especially. Does he, does he have a face that makes it look like he would eat a baby if given one? Uh, I mean, that's, that's really, a, you're going to have to get a better look at this guy. Um, but yeah, he, the image is the image is black and white. Uh, I say he looks like a Vidalkin because he has some of the facial features of a Vidalkin. And you do notice he does have the six fingers. Um, but only Winnegar, only you notice something funny about him and you can't quite place what it is. If you get a better look at him in person, you might have a chance. Um, he does have his name is on the um, uh, it's on the poster. Um, I'm not sure what his title is right now. He's some kind of minister in the Azorius. His name is Dovin Ban. And uh, he is being awarded some kind of like uh, civil service award for his his work in the Azorius. Uh, and there's going to be an award ceremony and a dinner and some speeches and stuff that is happening um, tonight. Because why not? Um, and there's there's yeah there's no chance that your sister would miss this. It's a big Azorius event, and she's a she's a ladder climber. So great. This. Wow. We gotta hit this tonight. This. Oh. This poster is incredible. I think um, they have free food. Well, definitely. Yeah, they'll definitely have free food. I don't know if it's one of those events that you have to, like, order ahead of time. Oh, yeah. What if we have to, like, order plates? So there's, yeah. a, there's a public and a private part of this event, right? There's the, like, <laughs> the policeman's dinner or whatever where they all, all the members of the Azores gather right. and they all shake hands and meet, and that's the fancy important part. And then there's oh. the award ceremony bit where everyone oh. is allowed to gather in the plaza, uh, and, and that's, that's a public event because it's oh, a, yeah. being held in the 10th. In the we the just plaza. swipe on the, the light brochure. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> open to the public. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. 
So let's get into this. So how, so do we go there and hang out with, you know, all the other plebes or do we try to like sneak in? Do what well, we can try. Did, Did you we, know your eyebrows are doing a. What is it doing? Is your eyebrows are. No, it's not. <laughs> I might be nervous. Okay. <laughs> uh, if we try to catch Triska at the entrance, then through social awkwardness, if she's worried about not making a scene, then we might get in with her. Hmm. Okay. So I mean, all we have to do that. is make your sister uncomfortable in public. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Awesome. Yeah. I excel at this. thing you were thinking about. Look, so. I mean, she's going to be here, <laughs> isn't she? Yeah, that's true. I say it's worth a shot. Yeah, we should break it. Okay. Oh. No. no. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry, I just got it's crimes on the brain. <laughs> All right. Well, so what do you want to do? What do you want to do to prepare for that? Uh, you have several hours. Um, you can obviously you can go and, and meet up with uh, with Torgor uh, and and maybe, maybe go to the host in the shell to touch base. Yeah, right. Like, well, so this is the thing. Host in the shell is in a different. It's in a different neighborhood uh, right now. It's of it's course. it's still in. We haven't brought it over here because it's you know we're we're doing stealth mission right now. But um, yeah, you could send a message to to Torgor and be like. Hey, we need you, buddy. We're we're doing. Yeah, this I'm thing. sure it was like a, a. We already were like meet up after this meeting we have. Mm-hmm. We couldn't get you formal closing time. Sorry, bud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hard to find miniature sizes. I get it. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's fine. I, mine has snap buttons in the back, so you could try mine on. It's fine. You can wear it like a glove. That'd be fun. <laughs> so, I mean, you have you have enough money left over, I think, from your from your your week of uh, working to like rent uh, like a hotel room or something in this district. It's gonna be expensive. It's gonna be like a full a full Zeno for a night. But you could use that as a base if you need somewhere to like reconnoiter and and rest up before you go. Um, or if each of you have any like individual stuff that you you want to plan on for this this mission, you could kind of break and do that and then and reconvene at the at the beginning of the um, the ceremony. Like a group meeting, right? <laughs> so everyone's on the same page. Yeah, do you want to do that? Should we should we cut to that? So who who's yeah. going to who's going to pay for this 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 room if that's where you want to do it? Or do you want to just like have it in a coffee shop somewhere? How public do your little group meet up to be? Uh, how much would it be? Um, a room big enough for for four people uh, is going to be like three 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 gold three zeno. Oh, thank goodness! Okay. I'll throw I'll throw in some. Yeah, I was afraid I'd have to like make that sound for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Everybody, it's like reverse rolling initiative. Everybody's <laughs> reaching for their wallet, and it's the person that reaches for its slowest that wins. <laughs> <laughs> Tax just like I, I don't. I didn't bring mine. Sorry. <laughs> okay. All right. So, so Torgor, you you were given. Uh, yeah, you you receive a a message uh, letting you know that your friends are, and maybe I don't know what your reaction to this is, but they they give you an address that you recognize as being in precinct one, which is a really rich precinct. That's where the, um, the Viscopa bank is like, or Zova is in that district. It's rich. The chamber of the guild pact is there. It's very, very fancy. And they're like, yeah, we're at this hotel here. We've got a room. Come, come and meet us. 
I think mm-hmm. I wrote that. I think I wrote that message, and mm-hmm. I also think I wrote the words "blend in," and okay. I underlined it twice. Yeah, not a not a popular district for the Rakdos, unless they're mm-hmm. on like a prank pulling mission, right? Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes a bunch of Rakdos will go to Precinct One just yeah. to like cause as much trouble as possible, and then bail before the cops get there. <laughs> oh, so I, I know the good times. I know the good places in Precinct One. Uh, so with that, I also think. Um, Torgor wants to fit in, and so he puts on the Orzov ring that Tack stole on their mission a while ago. It's like, okay, this will blend in. I got a pinky uh, ring now. That's I got a pinky ring. Sure will. Uh, and that is it. He he is like, yeah, that does it. Okay, nice. It's a good disguise. Mm-hmm. Did you leave your Rakdos makeup on? Oh, no, 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 no. I was with the oh. animals, so no makeup oh, today. Okay. Yeah, Tor- Torgor is like a backstage guy now. Yeah. He used to he used to be a big performer, but now now he's now he's backstage. stage crew. Was, One day he'll be up front and center with his loot, but he's not good enough yet. <laughs> As we've seen so far, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, so let's mm-hmm. let's follow Torgor into Precinct 1. So so Torgor, you you pass through the uh the gate into uh into this precinct and mm-hmm. this is your first sort of on-camera view of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting later. It's like late afternoon. Uh, so there's, the, there's still lots of, lots of people in the streets. Um, I'm imagining it being like kind of like the, the like bright, well-lit, lots of greenery, but like potted plant greenery, not like natural mm-hmm. growth, right? Everything here is very tailored to, to look nice. Wide streets for, for pedestrian traffic. Um, you know, like a like a clean kind of downtown in a, in a European city that gets a lot of tourists. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are street performers, but again, very like, like quietly playing like Spanish guitar kind of street performers, not jugglers or knife throwers or what, you know, what you might be used to in the Rakdos. Um, and I don't think you, you don't get any, any like looks particularly for being uh, a Minotaur. There are other Minotaurs in this, uh, in this area. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I'm, uh, I'm curious, how is Torgor how is Torgor dressed? You said that you didn't um you didn't change your your outfit for the trip. Are you walking around like armed and, and wearing armor or oh no 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 just like in the simple uh leather vest and his like outfit with I think just his rapier. Just mm-hmm. his rapier at his hip. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool. All right. Yeah. So you're you're heading towards this uh this thing. And and as we saw in the in the last episode, but Torgor hasn't mm-hmm. seen these before. Um, you see a group of Azorius uh, arresters, and they're not like running to arrest somebody. They're not. They're on duty, so they're in uniform. They have their uh, their their batons, and they're uh, you know they're walking down the street, but they're accompanied by uh, a strange like creature or machine or something. I found some art for the for this thing uh, mm-hmm. since the last time we we played, um, and it's yeah, it's a little like metal uh, blue and silver metal sphere. Uh, oh, with little yeah. glowing wings. It's maybe the size of a football. And mm-hmm. it's floating above and behind these two arresters who are, uh, yeah, who are walking down the street. And they're, they're doing that thing where they're just kind of like, yep, just don't worry about us. Like, we're just keeping the peace. If you don't have anything to, to worry about, then you don't need to worry about us. And this little thing is kind of like scanning the crowd as it passes by. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, most most people either just look the other way when they see them um, you, you, maybe you see a kid with like a little kid with, um, with her parents and she just kind of stares at the thopter as it goes by. Um, but it's definitely not something you've seen before. 
Mm-hmm. Um, now, as they approach, do you make any effort to like avoid them, or do you just try to like play cool? Do you feel nervous at all? Like what? So I see it like kind of scanning people as it's moving. Yeah. Okay. I would say Torger would try to try to not draw attention to him, mm-hmm. but still like see if he can not run into their path along his way. Yeah, just kind of like yeah, casually like change across the street yeah, gently. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, like I said, you're you're there's no reason for them to be suspicious of you, so they don't even notice. Um yeah. they don't again, don't look like they're looking for someone particularly. Sure. Um but the presence of this this arcano mechanical thing uh is unusual. Uh mm-hmm. and then you yeah, and you find your way to this uh this fancy this fancy hotel um that the uh, that the group are staying in. Um so meanwhile, while Torgor is uh is on the way, um, what are the other three of you doing? You've got this room. Uh, it's very fancy. There's a continental breakfast in the morning. Um, I don't know what continent it's from because the whole planet is <laughs> yeah. a continent. But you know what? There's a, a precinctal breakfast. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and so you're, you're, in, you're in this, this room. Um, or, or have you like set up and then gone, gone off to do other things? Tech will stay in the room. Okay. Uh, yeah. Tack, would you like to order room service? Is there a mini bar? Uh, yeah, there definitely is a mini bar. Uh, but it's but it's but it's but it's a regular size bar for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. This is the first time Tack feels appreciated. So, yeah. Oh man, these candy bars are just my size. <laughs> yeah, you can eat like six of well, them now. I can eat six I'm candy well bars. To my name. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing, because I also think Road left to go get formal wear, so she's definitely gone. Yeah. <laughs> Good job leaving the kid in the room. <laughs> it's gonna look like Home Alone Two in here. If they got cans of Ready Whip, the Ready Whip's all over the walls. It's bad. Uh, Winnegar walks into the room wearing uh, the bathrobe, like the white fluffy <laughs> bathrobe. And he's like, he sees Tack just like chowing down on some candy bars. Like, have some class, Tack. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Act like you've been somewhere. And he like jumps on the bed. <laughs> Tack's going to look at Winnegar and look back at the, the like mini bar and be like, Hey, do you want to see how much champagne we can put in the hot tub? Okay, there's a kind of, but road road is going to be super upset if we take all of it. That's Let's cut it in half with some water. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was like that's a problem for future us. <laughs> it's just like boop yeah, <laughs> into okay. the hot tub. Excellent Sh- champagne, extra bubbly champagne yeah. in the jacuzzi. Good, fantastic. Yeah. Perfect. Champagne for my real friends. <laughs> real pain for my sham friends. Yeah, but you got to leave a little bit in because we got to fill the rest with water. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, just put it back in the bin and buy it. Nobody don't know. So, yeah. so road. While this chaos is going on, and while the bill is getting larger, uh, where where did you where did you say you wanted to go? I went back to my apartment to get actual formal wear because if I'm not going to be in. Precincts one, like Ooh, law people clothes. Okay. Not look like a mistake. I'm not sure what the Ravnica public transit system is like. It's a big place, and I don't know how people get around. Is there like a train? Some kind of, yeah. I don't know. I, I assume there must be some kind of thing, because otherwise you'd never be able to get anywhere. Yeah, um, I had a, when I DM'd for the one shot, they, one of my players was killed by it. So, oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So. 
there you go. Yeah, there, there's got to be some kind of like way of, of getting around in Ravnica that's fast that way. So what? Uh, let's let's talk about. I love I love getting to see uh, players' characters like houses. What is what is Rhodes' house look like? Like what kind of neighborhood is it in, and and what is it? It's probably like in one of the because the Simic Combine has like those. I almost want to say that they're holes. Aren't they holes? Aren't they like? Yeah, I don't think you would call it a hole. There's a there's a special name for it. Um, <laughs> I love one of those simic holes. <laughs> a simic hole. Um, they're called zonots. Yeah, zonots. Thank yeah. You. yeah, yeah. I go nuts for zonots. <laughs> Delicious zonots. Uh, I like a glazed zonot myself. Um, yeah. Okay. So. There are a bunch of them in uh, Precinct, um, I think Precinct 5, which is like not yeah, too far from where you I, are. Yeah, she lives in the one where most of the legislative action for the Simic Combine is. Mm, yeah, it's on at 7. Okay. She lives in that one specifically. Okay. Uh, because. <laughs> yeah, so you, you live in like a grotto. Um, okay, that's cool. Is that the name for it? I'm well, sorry. like it's it's like because this is the, a lot of the simic are uh, amphibious, right? And you're right. semi amphibious now too, so you need to be near uh, a source. It's easier to rest when you're near like a source of water, or at least the area you're in is kind of damp. Um, I was actually so, definitely thinking about this because yeah. monks have like meditation time, mm -hmm. right? And I think that is almost certainly for road bubble baths. Nice. Okay. <laughs> like, cool. <laughs> like I almost think that like her bathtub and bathroom are like bigger than the rest of her apartment. Like I think like that's like her, and then like her very nice closet that's like organized by color is like the nothing close to what I'll ever have. But like it's very like it, it's it's much tidier than I think you'd expect mm. um, for her. It's it's like nothing's out of place. I I don't know. I I feel like. I would assume road to be a little anal retentive. So yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So you, you get home and you, you know, you've got your keys in your hand, you open the door and you come in. Um, and on your, uh, on your, your little like desk, that table, everybody has where they throw their keys. Uh, on there, there is an envelope that you definitely didn't put there. Um, it is a, just like a plain like, gray envelope uh, sealed with, uh, with wax. Um, there's no seal, like no stamp. It's just like a flat pressed wax. Uh, okay. And yeah, and it's just it's just sitting there. Somebody's been before I open it. I check my apartment for signs of entry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, make an investigation check. A negative one, right? Perfect. <laughs> nice. Get an eleven. Okay. There's no. There's no. Nobody. Like nobody forced the lock. There's no evidence that they they like picked the the door lock. Um. Yeah, there's no damage to the door or any of the windows or anything. I guess there wouldn't be windows because you live in a hole underground. But right, yeah, great. Okay, I I open the envelope. Okay, um, so inside the envelope there is uh, a, a handful, maybe like a half dozen uh, photographs, uh, like prints, um, and they appear to be surveillance photographs uh, of your uh, your your target. Um, of uh, Zlatek ironclad, but it's not him like at home. It's not him at, at the office. You don't recognize where he is, but he seems like out of place. Um, the, the area that he's in is like quite dark. 
Um, and he looks like he's having an argument with someone who is also human, uh, looks a little younger than him. They're definitely related. Uh, and the person that he's arguing with is dressed kind of like Winnegar. Um, he, he looks like he's a member of the, uh, of the, is it, uh, the, is it league? And they're, they're arguing about something. Um, and then the, um, the, uh, the last image is, um, it looks older and it's a picture of the, uh, the target of Zlatek and then this younger guy and they're posing for a portrait together and they're both dressed in like f- funeral clothes. It's a sort of a somber portrait. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Broad like neatly put puts them back in the envelope. Mm-hmm. Uh, she gets like an overnight bag ready. Okay. She in the bag itself, she opens up one of the seams and puts the envelope in the seam and then flattens it back out. Oh, cool. Okay. So it's relatively stowed, uh, packs up her formal wear and, and gets the fuck out. Very upset that her home was broken. Yeah. 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 And I think you, you like, you walk past a couple of, uh, of other like combine uh, members and they, they kind of give you a look as you like, storm out of your own house. Like, what's her, yeah. What's her problem? <laughs> Honestly, yeah. probably not the first. Time. No, probably. Not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. So, uh, so meanwhile, Torgor, you, uh, you arrive at the, uh, at the hotel, the, the front desk, uh, tells you the room that your, your friends are staying in. Um, and when, when Torgor arrives at the front door, Tack and, and Wigger, what can he hear from inside the room before he comes in? Um, I imagine it's something like, uh, Tack trying to get me, um, to jump in to the champagne, uh, <laughs> And I'm just trying to explain that, like, I'm not as small as Tech, and I will hurt myself. But <laughs> Winnegar really wants to do it, so they're coming up with like Tech's like, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna put some uh, towels down uh, inside the champagne, and then you won't get hurt. And Winnegar's like, mm, I don't know. We'll put the pillows in. We'll put the pillows in the champagne. So when Torgor opens the door, it's just like uh, uh, Tech chanting me on from below, and I'm standing on top of the the. Um, <laughs> The, the sink ready right. to jump in. Not <laughs> only that, not only that, we both decided there were not enough bubbles. Yeah. So we took every single bathing item. Oh yeah. I was gonna I was another. gonna say <laughs> it's just a mountain of bubbles like you gotta stir it. Up you gotta keep under. stirring it fast. Yeah, because yeah, the bubbles are supposed to cur- cushion the fall too. The bath so there's like oh, yeah. that's how it works. Soaked ruined silk pillows in there. So the bath the bathtub is this enormous jacuzzi because it's a fancy hotel, I guess. Mm-hmm. This enormous jacuzzi is full of champagne and bubble bath and pillows and <laughs> blankets. Yeah. And yeah, and Torgor, you you walk in. You're like it's uh, just the carpet of bubbles. Yeah. You're like like Donald Glover with the pizza and the room's on fire. So you walk you walk in and then and this is what you see. You see Winnegar perched like a gargoyle on top of the sink, getting ready to jump into the bath and attack. Slow turns of the head, like Yeah. Winnegar turns and's like, we weren't doing anything. And then like he comes down. (laughs) Torgor's just like, you know. Everyone told Torgo Rakdos was the craziest killed. Rakdos makes sense. You all, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Pack will look at Winnegar and then at Torgor and then at the bath and be like, Hey, Torgor. Do I jump at the bath? 
No. I'll give you Tor- a I mean, Torgor, yes, but Torgor too big. No, no, we got all these pillows. We got all these bubbles. No, we have no, a it's going to be so soft. It's going to be so soft. Guys, it's not going to work. It's, yeah, it, it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to work. No, Torgor's already. I'm wearing my nice vest. Okay. okay. Torgor's already wearing his take nice vest. vest. Off. No, and I'm not taking. No. Torgor if you never take the vest takes off, the then you off. jump into the bath. Then you're clean. You can put the vest back on. Not with you guys. Practically present. science. Torgor okay, is not I will look. with you I will look. in the room. Okay. No. No. I'm going to go wait. I will look. Torgor's going to wait in the room. I'll give you Finish your bath nice. time. <laughs> give you something nice. Torgor goes out and but, orders a, the biggest hamburger that they have. Rude. I wonder if they have what a hamburger we made of. Some kind of like magic cow analog. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think Ravnica has the room for. Uh, you know what? The Simic have totally made an impossible burger by now, and it's made oh, out yeah. of like yeah, yeah. some kind of <laughs> algae. Because there's there would no way be room for raising cows in Ravnica. Yeah. Like just no room at all. So yeah, and whatever. This is a nicer place, so it's not like they get like Golgari meat paste. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Fungus burger. Um, <laughs> okay. All right. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just make. I'm gonna make a note. So, how many? How many? How much? All, all of the champagne, right? Tag. That's. Well, not all of it. We took the remaining champagne, put it all in a single bottle, and then tapped it off with a little bit of jacuzzi water. Okay. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Right. So that way, it'll still bubble. Whenever you open it. <laughs> Good. Okay. All right. So let's say. Uh, I'm just gonna make a note here. Okay. Tag shake shook it up a whole bunch. Well, too. There no such thing as credit card. Oh, I. Mm, did I use the fake name when I checked in? <laughs> <laughs> Put it under your sister's name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, okay. All right. So, uh, so Rode, you, you return, and all four of you are, are reunited back at your, uh, your hotel room, uh, which is only a few blocks away from 10th District Plaza. So out the window, you can hear the sounds of work, work crews, um, right? The, the sounds of them building the the platform upon which uh, Dovin Ben is going to receive his award. They're putting together all of the, the seating for everyone to, to go. And then behind the plaza, there are, um, there's like a hall. And we can see uh, that there is a, a group of, uh, of laborers putting up a big banner, um, you know, with the Azorius logo on it, the Azorius sigil. And they're, they're getting ready for, the, for tonight's event. Um, and that's all happening outside the window of your, your hotel. And the four of you are in the room. Um, Torgor has come uh, come back from his work with the Rakdos uh, to rejoin you. Uh, did you want to tell him what you're doing here? I imagine you're curious, Torgor. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Rhoda's still so mad. She, hold on. There has to be a whole anchor period where she walks in the room and she sees it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think after, like, Torgor chastised them, Tack would have taken the duvet and just, like, draped it over the jacuzzi and then closed the bathroom door. I see tax solves problems the same way that I do. I just don't want to think about this. Just, it's gone. It doesn't matter now. Push it under the bed. Okay. So how perceptible is it that you've massively fucked this up? I mean, let's, let's, let's roll Look, for it. That's the game. The game gives us, the game gives us these I'm gonna, tools. I'm going to tell you right now, super perceptible. How perceptive are you? Yeah, right. <laughs> So Tack, ta- why don't you why don't you make a deception uh, roll? Make it with dexterity instead of charisma. Oh, no. Make a deception roll. You're fairly dexterous. You're pretty good at li- uh, lying with your hands. I don't know how to do that. With I think kid. you have to just roll. I don't think it prompts uh, on the sheet. So I think you just roll um, roll a d twenty and add your 
So slash in the okay, in the chat. Okay. So down here. instead of taking away three, we will be adding, or instead of taking away two, we will be adding three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can just roll it like normal, and then we'll look. So the <laughs> the d twenty oh. roll d twenty roll was a nine. So you would normally be you'd be adding three instead, right? So yeah. So it'd be a twelve. Okay. All right. So the difficulty's twelve. So road make. That thinks it looks great. <laughs> yeah. Make a. It's slightly above average by like one. Uh, road make a perception check. Yes. Looks fine. <laughs> The room's like a little bit messy, but Rode, you have no idea that it, under the jacuzzi cover, there is a percolating <laughs> mess of bubble bath and, and champagne. Oh, Rode and doesn't also even notice the that. pillows from the bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rode doesn't even notice that Tack had put makeup on Winnegar, and Winnegar's just like, <laughs> like doing this, like they had like a makeup thing, like they put on the face mask, so mm-hmm. he still has like <laughs> yeah. him. He's just like peeling off a Biore strip from his nose, (laughs) from his non-existent nose. But gets mad because it's like, oh, Torgor, you ordered room service? Come on, guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Torgor is eating probably the best burger he's ever had. Uh Um, Ooh, centaur meat, so tasty. Oh, man, when they open up that mini bar, they're going to be so mad. It's filled with jacuzzi water. And just like rolled up toilet strips that have just been like pushed back into the candy wrappers. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, yeah, Rose, Rose too into Well, yeah, and I mean exactly. Somebody broke into your house, right? And so there is yeah. that underlying. You're probably distracted by that. Um, so yeah, you maybe don't notice the chaos that uh, probably not. All right. Hey, Road. So um, we were just telling Torgor what transpired today uh, with your sister and trying to fill him in on like uh, trying to figure out the best way to go about today's meeting or chance encounter um, right. with your sister and what to uh, what to expect. Yeah. And have you shown have you shown Torgor the, the packet that the um, uh, that the, the Rose sent you? Um, I think I would have mentioned it, but I think Road has it. Yeah, I think Rhodes. Yeah. Probably. It's in the seam of right. I think she definitely hides seams, the things inside the seams of all of her bags. So she probably definitely has her Oh my god, what is the name of it? I've forgotten the name of her purse. What is the um Oh, uh yeah, your your fancy purse. My fancy purse. I've forgotten the name. Oh <laughs> But it's in her fancy purse. Okay. So she definitely like pulls the file out and hands it to Torgor. Um, and then she, she kind of like <laughs> takes a second and like breathes very heavily at her overnight bag. Mm-hmm. And then just like unzips it and then goes into the seam and is like, so, um, my house was broken into. What? Oh. And, uh, this was on the desk. And I hand over the envelope. Mm-hmm. Okay. I hand it uh, to Winnegar specifically. I give Winnegar the envelope. Okay. Uh, Winnegar, on, on viewing the contents of the envelope, uh, mm-hmm. can you roll, uh, roll a religion check for me? Which we, we talked about before as being our stand-in for like guild knowledge. Because you, you recognize this person is an, uh, a member of the, is it? You just, I want to see if you recognize him. Gotcha. All right, how'd you do? A mm-hmm. ten? Okay. Um, yeah, you don't you don't recognize them specifically, um, but 
Yeah, they're they're definitely like it's it's legit. It's not a a, a costume or or a disguise or whatever. Like they're they're a member of the of the league. And and maybe if you took the picture back to to work, and uh, and we're like, you know, who is this person? And asked around, but off the top of your head, you don't you don't recognize them. Hmm, doesn't ring a bell for me. Um. What else do we know? What else is in in the envelope? Just the picture, or yeah, a bunch of pictures of these two these two guys. Your target is Latek ironclad, yeah. uh, not in uniform. And if anything, Latek is wearing like a a trench coat with the collar pulled up and like a hat. So so he doesn't look. He looks like he, he's trying to avoid being seen. But somebody has taken these photos of him, uh, and then he's talking to this person who's like his brother or his cousin, and they're they're arguing about something. Would we know like where to find this that's going to be at the ball? You think is it LaTeX that far up in the? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like this is an Azorius like an event. Um, yeah. And I think that while you don't you don't know anything about this Dovin ban, um, he seems important, and you imagine this would be the kind of event that somebody like LaTeX Ironclad would want to show up to. Gotcha. Okay, guys. I think we have a classic Kansas City shuffle here. Sure. I don't, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> of course you don't know what that is. I just made it up right now. Listen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we, so this guy's definitely going to be at the event, right? Right. Mm-hmm. I would assume so. Unless we got to come like up with a... What, what, not it's gonna be a very sticky situation yeah so you don't want to do anything tonight is that what is that that's the vibe i'm getting from the road right now (laughs) no it's we're gonna go we're gonna do it i was just thinking maybe we cause like a big distraction here and then take care of that guy over there or maybe we get him away from the crowd Hmm. if you need a distraction torgor has been working on some new singles that he could Mm. play for the party (laughs) New singles. Now, yeah. what are we talking about? Are we talking about some hot jams? Or are we talking about some slow? No, no, no. They're very. They're they're a lot about loss uh, and and picking yourself back up from falling down. Torgor has been really trying to get into his more emotional side, a more folky, you know, bluegrass influence. Oh, you're, you're recording only on. You're only recording on tape. I, I take it. None's recorded yet. Still want to keep it live only. I mean, yeah. like you can you could buy magical recordings of uh of of like musicians. I think that's like totally a thing. We we've talked a little bit before about how Ravnik is pretty yeah. um <laughs> anachronistic, right? So right. like yeah, like musicians could record um like a magical like uh, music box of their of their songs or whatever. When you said singles, I thought like hot singles in your precinct, not like music <laughs> singles. You're like, I got some singles I could introduce them to. We could, you know. <laughs> Um, but okay, the guitar thing works too. Yep. Yeah. So, if there's one thing I know about super powerful, rich, dumb people, is that they love exclusive stuff. Mm. They like being in places that no one else can go or get to. Mm. So, maybe we have an after party right here. Oh, no, I, I like it. I like get a panic. I get, I get the it's plan, like, right? It's like a secret hotel room after party. Yeah. After the, we okay. Call, yep. Sure. And then we, we call that the honey pot. 
where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Guys, I'm making up all these sayings right now. To kill him there, then have him come all the way back here and then take him away. Because if we're throwing a party, Torgor imagines there has to be other people. Oh, in this, Torgor, they can't we're just not, be a party of five. We're not killing anybody up. this time. No murder. Road, Road says we're no, not allowed no. to murder anybody this time. Yep. I I asked I wanted to know why too, but Road is wow. very insistent. You well, joke you, as if that's not our exact orders. To, well, te- yeah, technically, because yeah, say technically, your orders from the Rose are to uh, surveil this guy, under like understand what his connection to the Peacock is, and then report back. the The next orders might be okay. Now kill him, but you don't want to get ahead of yourself in case the next orders are like, cool, be nice to him and be his friend. Right. <laughs> I mean, I have. Fucked up many times with the roses orders. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Wouldn't be the first. And as you can see, there are really no consequences to that. <laughs> this That's time. Not something you should say. Yeah. <laughs> it's like poking the bear. <laughs> She's not here. Why are you going to snitch on me? Then, yeah, I'm not snitch. Well, if we're just going to surveil. We're not allowed to kill him. Torgard wonders, does he have any information at this event? Will we know anything from or we have to wait for him to leave? See, that's what I thought maybe just like getting getting him alone, maybe doing some one-on-one conversations, get him drunk, you know, maybe like loosen that, you know, loosen those lips. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably the exact sound the road makes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's kind of the getting in the doors thing that we all need to be as a team, as oh, one, yeah. as a cohesive group of peoples try to do right now. So um, obviously that's leverage. We just don't know what kind. Hmm. Hmm. I want to look at the photographs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's uh, take a gander of the photographs and yeah. the layout of the event, the space. Uh, I just want to look at the photographs and be like, "Road, is this your jacket? <laughs> the same jacket." <laughs> but also, like, is, are they? I would like for Tack to like read their body language a little and see what kind yeah. of it might be if this is illegal. You know. Yeah. Things yeah. Like yeah. That. Okay. Make a. Um, let me here. Let me just. I was just grabbing some art for old Dovin here. Uh, okay, so let's let's have you make a roll, um, and let's call it an insight roll on this, okay. this these photos as you're looking at them. Ooh, that negative one. Here we go. Eight. Oh, okay. Looks illegal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. maybe. Yeah, it could be illegal. Mm-hmm. Well, could be a drug deal. Could be dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you don't. Human body language is confusing to you. Neither of them are biting each other, so there's that. You don't. <laughs> yeah, like if it was a, well, if one of them was a, an elf or a goblin, you'd be okay. But yeah, <laughs> gross humans. Yeah. Oh, none of us are humans, so I could totally say that. It's <laughs> yes, yeah, we can. Yeah, this every, is a, everybody just like gives like a knowing nod. Yeah, this <laughs> is a, this is absolutely a safe place to talk shit about humans. It's okay. Yeah. Tech, tech yeah. does one of these. 
humans. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's okay. Making fun of humans is punching up. It's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we all do the POC nod. We're like, yeah. I don't know who put this playlist on. <laughs> humans do not know how to bring potato salad. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. So uh yeah, so these guys, there's some some like tension here you can't read, but it's clear that that and Road, you don't know like why this information was delivered to you necessarily. Um, but it certainly complicates things. Um it, you don't know whether this is like someone helping you or they're trying to mislead you or what, but you have more information and there's this connection between these people, but you don't know. It's like who who are they? What's their deal? Um, but that's also not the most immediate thing. And maybe, I don't know, maybe keep an eye out for them, but there is this thing happening in the plaza. So you don't really have time to like leave the district to go and investigate. Though, Winninger, you have a pretty good idea where like this person could be found, right? You, you know where you could ask around. So it's, it's added a new, a new thread in the investigation. Um, but for now, let's talk about what the plan is for, uh, for the party tonight. Hmm. Now, you're allowed to go, obviously, to the public part of it. You can just go and hang out. Um, but uh, if you want to get into the, the hall where they're actually doing the, the sort of police person's dinner, um, that'll be different because you have to fake being members of the Azorius or friends of or get on the list. Torgor suggests, why don't we lift Dovin in the transition? So oh, thing ends, they'll still be waiting for him at the other place where we take his carriage or take his ride, just sort of take his mode of transport. So Do- Dovin is actually not the target of the investigation. Oh, sorry. sorry, yeah. sorry. Um, Zla- Zlatek Ironclad. Dovin is like bigger and more important. Than Zla- like Dovin's the reason everybody's getting together. Right. Um, right. But Zlatek is your target. But yes, the, the same thing like applies yeah. if you want to try to snag him. But again, Revealing yourselves, you're going to want to make that choice intentionally, right? Like when you decide to be like, ha then, you know, it, the, the jig will be up, so to speak. Let's set some realistic expectations about what we want out of the night. Mm-hmm. I think that one conversation with this dude where we don't immediately make ourselves would be counted as a very, very large win. Mm-hmm. That's like, true. Right? That's all we got to do. Get in. One conversation. That's, that's it. In which we don't uh, come off as weirdos. Uh, or oh, no. Wait, hold on. Oh. We're adding that to the list? Uh, <laughs> this feels like super complex now. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm going to add something to it. When you go, if we go to this party, you're going to have to act like a person that people are going to want to get to know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but get to know I, to make fun of or get to know no, to like be ashamed like, of? What are we talking about getting to know? I need people to think that you are cooler than those people. Hmm. Okay. Whitaker, I know that you have it in you. Wrong wow. Coffee. Yeah. Tor- Torgor is As- like, wow. I guess Tech and I are just going to wait in the hotel room. Well, no, I no, mean, no, 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 no. I realistically, just, I was, like, I, I should be part of this conversation because it's I not going to happen. Okay, well, actually, you, I, I don't know why you're selling yourself so short. You were the one who sort of pulled your alibi together earlier in the day. Yeah. You, so I don't, 
Um, Torgo, you're just showing up, so I have no notes or feedback right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't know this was going to be an employee review. No, no <laughs> negative comments. Good to know. That meets expectations. <laughs> uh, so I think that um, first and foremost, we just need to believe that we can do this, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe I am cool. I am fresh. <laughs> I am what's lit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I am Winnegar. You want <laughs> my friend? Oh, there's Winnegar sitting alone at the cafeteria. I really want to hang out with him now. <laughs> Winnegar's thirst. not even looking into a mirror. He's just directly into <laughs> like his distance. face. <laughs> 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 just like... <laughs> okay, so what do you think we do? We go down to this plaza. We try to find uh, road, road. Your we try to find road sister. Um, we try to invite this guy to a hotel room <laughs> or a party. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> That's not the plan. Unless you're literally trying to honeypot him, in which case. <laughs> not. Well, I was just thinking, like, okay, so we're just gonna go up to him and, and talk to him. Uh, I hope I don't mess this up. <laughs> yeah, we are complicating a very simple message. Okay. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah, so, I don't think we bring anybody back to this room. It could uh, compromise the mission. Are we... And tackle, like, towards the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, Tech, do you think we should bring some champagne? <laughs> Road still doesn't get it. That's great. No. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, the two of you acting like weirdos just doesn't feel it's it. really normal. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Yeah. yeah, nothing unusual is happening here. I agree. I didn't think that it would be Winnegar and Tack who were the two small children of the party, but I'll take it. Yeah, Winnegar used to have his shit together, but here we are a few episodes later. Did he ever have his shit together? <laughs> I thought so, but you know, maybe I'm wrong. So, yeah, we're going to... Try to get into the. Do we have a, a plan B in case your your sister doesn't let us all in? I still think the lift before the private party might be the move, or we just stake out the private party and we get them on the way out. You do that, but then we don't get any free food. Hmm. Column A, column B. Hmm. I don't. I don't know how we steal a co- a literal <laughs> judge's car. Um, <laughs> you don't? Tor- Tor- how, it, same way you steal any car. Um, <laughs> do you steal right? Cars? I mean, you're not wrong. Um. Okay. Well, let's do it. <laughs> okay, you're just gonna go. So mm-hmm. the uh, the order of events, uh, mm-hmm. just so that we so we know kind of what's coming up, and then we'll uh, then we'll take a break and we'll come back and we'll do the thing. So the order of events uh, for the evening is. There will be a private Azorius only event at the hall by the by the plaza. And that's where there'll be like speeches and like probably like a, a dinner or whatever. And then at a certain time uh, thereafter, everyone is welcome to gather in the 10th District Plaza to uh, celebrate the um, the award that is being given to um, Magister Dovin Ban. Uh, and and then that's it. There'll probably be like a band that'll play. Um, but not like a fun band, more like a marching band type of band, right? They'll, it'll be a solemn event. 
Uh, he'll get his reward. Everybody will clap. And then that's it. That is the end of the, of the night. Now, you know, because this is how these things work, that there will be like splinter events, right? Obviously, Dovin Man will go do a thing. And then everybody who's like cool and worth something will go with him. And then that could be a point at which you could, you could scoop in and try to get this dude. But uh, I don't know if you want to try to sneak into the early event or wait until he comes out for the, the plaza event, but uh, that's how it's going to go. So ponder uh, for a moment while we, uh, while we take a short break. And when we come back, we'll see how Operation Kansas Honeypot goes, I guess. <laughs> Kansas City Shuffle, baby. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> 